On this episode, we're talking to Greg McDaniel about how he's able to pick up $5 million listings wearing a t-shirt and flip-flops. He's actually a cold caller who also does a ton of branding. And as we've talked about previously on the show, everything works together. If you do Facebook ads and door knocking and cold calling and have a billboard, it all works together. And he'll describe how he's put all of those pieces together for him to grow his business dramatically. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 131 of the Massive Agent Podcast. And I got to say, I'm kind of excited that I nailed that intro in the first try. I mean, usually it takes me two or three tries, sometimes four tries, but uh, that was good. So I'm on a roll today. It'll probably go downhill from here, as you guys well know. So let's do it. Great guest today. We have Greg McDaniel, co-host of Real Estate Uncensored, uh, the Real Estate Uncensored podcast. I've been lucky enough and honored to be a guest over there a couple times, and they just do an incredible show. And Greg also sells a crap load of homes. He is, you know, most of us from the outside looking in who do not live in the Bay Area, Walnut Creek, Danville, that area of the East Bay, we would look at him and say, oh, he's a luxury agent for sure. Well, he is. I mean, just based on the these multi-million, multi-million dollar homes he sells uh, that are still luxury even for that high-priced area, but he does it wearing a t-shirt, flip-flops, a beard, a hat. He's just, he's just himself. So we talk a lot about how to be yourself and lean into it and how you can still be wildly successful by being yourself. But then we get tactical on how Greg is able to go from being a brand new agent solo to now having uh, having somewhat of a team and uh, selling a bunch of homes. He's a top producer for sure, and he does a lot of great stuff marketing-wise. And if you've ever heard the Real Estate Uncensored podcast, you've heard some of that stuff, but we talk about it today. The uh, little spoiler alert, the, uh, like the, the whole spirit of the conversation is meant to show you that there's no one tactic or no one strategy that is the right strategy. Everything works and nothing doesn't. You just have to figure out what you want to do, what aligns with you, and and then choose what you're going to do. And so hearing Greg's story of what he's chosen to do and how one one marketing campaign over here leads to this one over here, and then he knocks on somebody's door or does some cold calls, it all works together. So take notes. Uh, definitely pay attention to how he's put it all together because it's very telling. And I think you'll walk away super empowered. So it's going to be a great interview. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am a realtor myself in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate Podcast Network. This show is a proud founding member of the Industry Syndicate Podcast Network. I'm a national speaker on all things real estate, marketing, social media, and podcasting. I write a column for Housing Wire. And I'm the founder of the Massive Agent Society Lead Generation Training and Coaching Program. We have one agent per market who uh, who's able to join. If you want to see if your market is still available, there are uh, you know, 100 or so that are not. Um, you can just go to MassiveAgentSociety.com, look in the top menu. If you're on mobile, just look in the little menu for sold out markets. And uh, it either says sold out markets or claim market. If there's a mention of market, click it, and then you can see if your if yours is available. And those who are part of my EXP team, my EXP organization, and have partnered with me, you get free access. So keep that in mind if it's something you are looking into, either on the EXP realty front or you're just looking for a way to dominate and get a crap load more leads for like 70 cents a piece. If that's cool with you, if that's cool. Like we've, we've talked about one of our members, Wayne, in the Charlotte area, 950 leads in like five weeks at 71 cents each. He's getting listings from them, a bunch of buyers killing it, just uh, copying and pasting some of our ads. It's it's awesome. All right. So thank you guys for, um, we had a bunch of reviews. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, we are almost at 200. I think we might even hit 200 by the time this 
publishes by the time you're hearing this, which is fantastic. So thank you all who have left a review. It really helps us out on Apple Podcasts. If you have not left a review or a rating, a rating is like just clicking how many stars. Ideally, you think this is a five-star show. So if you don't think it's a five-star show, um, plug your ears, earmuffs. I'm going to give you a URL where you can directly go to leave a review easily without clicking through a bunch of menus through Apple Podcasts. So if, it, if you're not thinking five stars, earmuffs, massiveagentpodcast.com slash review, and that helps us out a lot. Then the last thing before we start the interview with Greg McDaniel, please help us if you find value in this show. All we ask, we're not asking you for money. We're not asking you for anything. This It's this is completely free every single week. It takes time and money uh, out of my day and out of my pocket to produce this show. Don't get me wrong. I love doing it and I will continue doing it. But I would not mind if you would reciprocate a little bit by helping us to share the good word. Share the show. If you like the show, please share it. That could be as simple as taking a screenshot of you listening to the podcast, post it on Facebook, post it in a Facebook group, post it in your Instagram story and say, this is one of my favorite real estate podcasts. That's it. It could be super simple. So um, review, share it. Love you forever. Thank you so much. And now because you're helping us, it's time to deliver the goods for you. And you're going to love this interview with Greg McDaniel. Let's jump into it now. What's up, guys? I'm here with Greg McDaniel, co-host of Real Estate Uncensored, an amazing podcast. I've had the chance to be on once or twice, and it's one of the podcasts that I listen to. I highly recommend it. He has, He's a very successful agent in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is very large and vague. <laughs> um, but you're in Danville, California, or uh, yeah. Walnut Creek? Yeah, Danville, Walnut Creek, Alamo, the 680 Corridor is essentially where we operate in Contra Costa County. Love it. Well, welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast, my friend. How's it going? Dude, I am sweating my ass off right now. It is hot as balls, and uh, I'm loving it because, you know what? It's a good day to be alive. Everyone's out moving around. The, the world's opening back up. Businesses are starting to open. I had my first beer out at a bar with my girlfriend over the weekend. You know, got a burrito. Uh, nice. So, you know, it's a, it's a small wins in life that we got to take advantage of. Wouldn't you agree? It's in, I completely agree. And I was, uh, I was at dinner last night with, uh, with my, my family and my dad and we were just like, wow, it's amazing how good it feels just to be eating dinner at a restaurant <laughs> and how three months ago that was something that's like, like what's special about that? You know, yeah. uh, it, I, I do think it's a silver lining that we now appreciate things that we just took for granted and that's healthy. That's good. Um, so, so I agree. Things are starting to open up. Um, I mean, let's keep it rolling. Yeah, you know, one of the things is like my girlfriend and I, we we, we booked, uh, we're going up to, to Healdsburg. It's, a, it's in the Napa wine country area for all you guys listening. And we're going to go taste some beautiful, uh, uh, go to this place called Aperture, which is one of my absolute favorite wines. And another one where I want my wine club membership of flowers. And I, and, I, and like you said, like it, was, it wasn't a big thing. Like in December is the last time we were up there. And it was like, ah, we're going to go wine tasting, get some nice food, whatever. Dude, I'm tickled pink because of the fact we're going to go to a super nice restaurant, like a three-star Michelin restaurant. We're going to go to two wineries. They had a great hotel. And that's something you couldn't do two months ago and it's so right. I, I think and i was asked this earlier today uh, and then we'll get back to the topic of hand a hand but i mean uh, they're asking me like well greg how come you why, why are you so positive and i said well think about that question you just asked me why wouldn't i be positive there's such an opportunity here in every single choice that you make you can either be downtrodden or or butthurt about something or you can look at like like you said the silver lining and see how amazing this this world is and when people are like oh well i've been locked down forever blah 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 I said, yeah, you have been, but what, what the fuck have you been doing? Have you been educating yourself? Have you been sitting around getting fat on the couch? I had this one girl tell me she gained 20 something pounds in the last three months. I'm like, Christ yep. almighty, that is an effort. I mean, you put some work into that. Yeah. You, so why, you gained the COVID-19. Why? <laughs> yeah. I did the COVID. I did the, I did the freshman 20. I don't want to do the COVID-19. <laughs> right. I'm good off of that. But, uh, you know, I, I sat there and I, I've been doing a lot of reading. I've been working with a, a good friend of mine. Mm. She and I have been putting together training programs. Her name is Bernice Ross, amazing human being. And she and I have been really growing as humans. And, you know, that's what, when people think about this and they say, oh, my business is down or I'm not getting, I'm not getting the leads or whatever else. And I say, well, then you're just not looking at it the right way. Right. You, you need to reverse what you're looking at. And see it in a different light because there's such an opportunity here, such an opportunity down to down to silly things like 
why don't you go out there and look at custom-made masks that you can go out for $2.50, make them put your brand on them, go around to the neighborhoods, pass them out to all the families that have a reusable mask, all wearing your fucking name on their face as they walk through Safeway or whatever supermarket you're in. And right. that's an opportunity for branding that won't go away at least through the end of the year. Hello, people. Come I, on. I 1,000% agree, and it's, it's sad to me, and I have – members of my family who don't see things that way. They, they see the negative and they bitch about stuff and they're like, well, I haven't been able to do this or that. Or it's like, well, what about all the stuff you can do? And now you've actually had a chance to catch up on some things or launch that podcast or, you know, we're talking from a business pers perspective now, but right. you've always wanted to learn how to do Facebook ads. Well, now you have a chance. Uh, yeah. You can start a YouTube channel. You can learn something, read a book, whatever, get closer to your family, all of the above. And those that just bitch and moan and, and you know, they, they eat nothing but frozen foods and they gain the COVID-19. I mean, and no doubt, I ate some frozen foods and gained some weight for sure, uh, which led to some heart issues that I talked about in a previous Ooh. episode. But, um, like, even that was a great thing. Like, it made me realize I was doing unhealthy things and I got a swift kick in the ass. Mm -hmm. Made me realize, oh, maybe you should pay attention to exercising regularly, diet, blah, blah, blah you know, some rest. And, uh, it's, I just feel for those who don't see the world the same way because life is hard enough, even yep. when you're optimistic and positive. Mm -hmm. So it, it is. Yeah. And like you said, whenever there's an opportunity, always choose a side of light and joy and peace and, you know, harmonious, harmonious existence with, with one another. There's a lot of race issues going on right now. There's a lot of culture wars going on right now. And, you know, I, I, the media portrays it as the end of the end of days. Right. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you one thing when I'm out and about and I'm talking to the folks that are, you know, not uh, of a different race, I've had absolutely 100% zero negative interactions with people because you know what? We all bleed red. We all have hopes and dreams. We all have fears. We all have, you know, someone that we need to, you know, that we love that we want to get back or someone that we love that we want to keep in our lives. And, you know, once we understand that, you know, we all feel the same way when we start listening to each other, you know, that's why it's where, where life is really going to become an, an amazing thing, but there's such a divide and that's where the, in people in their mind, that divide takes place. You know, well, I'm a new agent. I, I can't get business or I, I'm an old agent. I can't learn new tech. There's that division in our brains that doesn't exist unless we tell ourselves that that division exists. And then once we tell ourselves that it exists, then it all of a sudden rears its ugly head and it becomes our reality. So you can change everything in your life as long the only thing you do is you change the way you see it that's the only thing which is beautiful because we have full control over whether or not that happens yes we do we can't we change that we can't change who the president is we can't change what color our skin is we can't change a lot of things but we can change our thought pattern we can change our geolocation we can pick up and move. There's absolutely nothing. Our feet are not nailed to the ground. If you don't like where you live, you don't like the job you do, get up and move, go change. Guys, right. the one thing I'm seeing with COVID is the fact that I'm seeing a lot of people say, you know what? This just isn't what makes me happy anymore. And unfortunately, there's going to be, there's, there are a lot of divorces taking place. And that might be a healthy thing because people are chasing their dreams and you know, ch chasing the, what they want in life. But also people are looking at their, at their, their location and going, I don't want to live in a big city. I, I would much rather live up in, you know, a small town in USA, you know, hashtag USA somewhere or, you know, f figure out what that ever means for people. But I'll say this is that once you make a decision, simply take action and watch the beautiful thing that's going to come out of it. And people just sometimes get so stuck in fear that they just anchor themselves down and say, well, they're Eeyore. Well, this is me. I guess it's okay. I gave it a good run. But they don't say, wow, this is one chapter. Because your life is made, it's like a book. There's different chapters. And so maybe one chapter got concluded, but that was what you needed to learn in that part of life. Now a new chapter is opening up for you, and you get to learn a whole new thing that could be incredibly beautiful. But again, like you said, it goes back to the way you view it. Mm -hmm. And that's that simple. Yep. And I think there's a direct correlation between how much news and media you consume yep. and how happy you are. 100%. It is engineered to make you divided and yes. unhappy and ticked off and yep. un, full of unrest and wary. And, you know, I, I made a conscious decision about five years ago to just stop watching the news because I felt like I felt literally like a, a, like a pressure on my chest and on my shoulders. Like I kept getting beat down. And I just said, you know what? That's it. Click. You're done. And guess what? 
I have never been happier. And I, I made the decision. I made the mistake the other day. I was, I was, I woke up early in the morning, like five in the morning for some dumb reason. And I was, I turned on over to, I was watching, I fell asleep on my couch and I flipped on uh, my phone. and I started watching TikTok videos yes. and the, the, the rioters and then the Trumpers, they're, 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 these videos are dominating, you know, TikTok. And I started watching video after video after video. I started getting madder and madder and madder and madder. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Flip off. Guess what? All of a sudden happier. It's, it's incredible how that works. It really is. And we control all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I'm glad that we, that we talked about that because I, I just think we need to have more adults having adult conversations in this industry, even though it's mm-hmm. not directly business related. It mm-hmm. also is. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not you're going to be successful as an agent moving forward, it really comes down to your mindset. Do you believe that there's an abundance of deals to be done or not? Do you believe yeah. you can do them or not? Do you believe mm-hmm. that there's new opportunities because of COVID or not? And then you're going to do shit about it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad we, glad we went there. Um, yeah, real quick. You, you got something to say. I was going to say, you know, when my father got in the business 48 years ago, um, he literally had really? $0. Yeah. $0 to his name. He just married my mom. Uh, he had to borrow $50 from, uh, her dad, my grandfather, take his new wife, his, his, his daughter on a, on a honeymoon. Awkward. Um, but <laughs> you know, he, he, he was in Boulder, Colorado. There was no cell phones, no internet, nothing like that. And what he did is he went door knocking in the snow every single day, seven days a week, because he had to feed his, his, his put food on tables for his new wife. And he went out there with the mindset of everybody likes me. They just don't know me yet. And he also said to himself, well, his brother died of polio or had polio. Mm-hmm. And so he said, you know, I, I had the cure for everyone's sick. I had the cure for polio. I'm going to make people well. And he told himself that day and day and day and day. And he landed the largest uh, IBM account in Boulder, Colorado and helped sell everybody's property through IP. They worked with IBM. And it was just a simple mindset of like, everybody likes me. They just don't know me yet. Right. He just went out and tackled it. That's the game right there. If mm-hmm. people don't know you, they, they can't hire you if they don't know you exist. So hence marketing, hence prospecting, and which is what we're going to talk about today. So Greg, Mm. For those who do not know you, they've never listened to Real Estate Uncensored. Um, they don't know who you are. Um, who, like, how did you get into the business? What were you doing beforehand? You know, can you <laughs> give us in like a, a couple minutes, just, you know, how did you get to where you are now? Because you sell some homes and you sell some big, expensive homes. Most of us would look at you and say that is a luxury agent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of that is your market, but mm-hmm. kudos to you for being able to, to do that. <laughs> um, how did you get to where you're at and who are you? Okay, so brief backstory, guys. If you haven't listened to uh, Real Estate Uncensored, put your hand out and slap the top of your head. Sh- hand shame on you. But I'm glad you're going to tune into it and listen to it. Thank you, Dustin, for giving me the opportunity to come on your show. Um, I started in real estate when I, when I failed out of college. I was two years deep into college, and I was a complete dumpster fire of a human being. My parents cut off the funding. They dragged me up by my ears. I started working in a warehouse, and I, I was the grunts, 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 grunt. Uh, in the warehouse. And I, I thought it was great. I was loving it. I was working with my friends and my dad worked with me quite a bit. He said, Greg, he finally talked me into coming working with him. And I was such a screwball. I was a kid with the ear piercings, the tattoos, the colored hair, the jewelry, a very upstanding citizen, as you can see in, in this, this storyline. Yes. You just command uh, trust whenever you walk into a room, trust and respect. <laughs> that yeah. man definitely could handle a million dollar deal. <laughs> yes. And so I was such a screw up that uh, my dad brought me onto the team and I, I, I started out by a door knocking and I door knocked for the first full year of my career. So I would work seven days a week. I took one, no, six days a week and I take, I would take Sundays off and no, Saturdays off. Cause then I would work Sunday for open houses. And so I door knock eight, eight hours a day and I did it for a year. I, and I did it so much that at the end of about one year, uh, I, I was walking up a, a slight incline. And it was drizzling outside and my shoes filled up with water because I'd worn holes in the bottom of my shoes. And so I called my dad and I said, that's it. I'm freaking done. He laughed at me, brought me in the office. And the thing I hadn't learned is the fact that I, I've been sitting next to my dad my entire life, obviously. And I used to do open houses for him. We used to do flyers for him. We used to do all this stuff. I'd listen to him negotiate contracts you know, on the weekends. You know, When I got my license at 16 years old, my dad goes, he throws me the keys. He had this big green, you know, Chevy, Chevy green suburban. He loved that thing. And he's like, Hey, Greg, you want to drive? I'm like riding with dad. Oh dude, this is going to be like windows down, music up, arm hanging out. Right? No, no. Radio off windows up, AC on dad on, 
on fund negotiating deals. And so what I picked up and learned just through being around him uh, was the art of real estate. And then I really started learning it because I sat down and I educated myself. We were personally coached by a guy named Howard Britton uh, from Star Power, which he's no longer with us, but he's like an OG. He's like the Mike Ferry. He's a, he and Mike Ferry were running together. Okay. Um, and so I got to learn from a sit at the feet of these masters and just take notes and just soak it all in. When we went to conferences, there was no drinking, there was no partying. And my dad said, look, you're not here to have fun. You're here to learn. And then you're here to go home and implement. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. And so that's kind of the mindset of kind of where I am today is that now that I've learned all this information, now my goal is to give back as much, much information as I humanly can to anybody and everybody who would ever like to learn anything from me. And it's not that I'm the smartest guy in the room. It's that I've had the opportunity to sit with the smartest men in the room, men and women in the room, and just glean a few nuggets off of them so then maybe I can go out and help folks. So long answer, short question. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and so when did you first get your license? 2000. So 2000. 20, 20 years. 20 year veteran. Cool. And, uh, and so what do you do to get business? And, uh, and let's start from there because that, that'll take us in all the directions we want to go. Sure. A lot of things I've done are over 450,000 uh, cold calls, you know, in my, in my, in my career so far, probably maybe near the 500,000, 500,000 call mark uh, for a couple of years there, I would be, I would do 500 to 750 phone calls a day. Uh, so I really did a lot of calls. We also focused heavily on our, on our sphere of influencing, uh, fluence, uh, love our past clients, make do pop buys, um, door knocking was another major bit of it. And then social media kicked in. Uh, and I really kind of jumped into it with, with both boots on and into the deep end. And I, I, I openly apologized to all my friends and family. I said, when that live video thing hits, I'm going to be on it like a kid on a cupcake. And I have been. And it's really been able to help us because we've really, we do a ton of video. I have two different editing teams, one from my YouTube channel and then one for our sphere of influence. We send out two uh, emails a month with real estate content and we stay in front of folks. So to answer your question, we do outbound and we do inbound. So we touch base and work with our database. We also uh, go outbound. We'll buy a few online leads. Now we're doing a thing called geofencing around specific locations, cold text messaging programs, email programs, um, we'll, with another company. And so it, there, it's a, it's a very large net we throw. Um, and you know, people say that online leads don't work. Well, I'm currently in the, in a, in a, in, a, in, in contract on a $5 million property that we listed. And I did that listing in jeans wearing vans, uh, with a $5 million property, you know, the color, a couple $2 million homes through text messaging. And then obviously our other properties through, through other sorts, but it's, it's not a, it's not a one size fits all. And, you know, I'm very comfortable, just like you, uh, creating content and being in front of the camera on a consistent basis. Some people aren't. Like my good friend, Bernice, like I mentioned earlier, she's very good at writing. She's an exceptional writer. So her medium is writing. So I'd say, look, guys, don't be, don't be Greg Jr. Go be you fully, right? And pick your median, but then don't deviate from it. Don't go all shiny object syndrome on me and go chasing the squirrel down the rabbit, go chase the rabbit down the rabbit hole. Just find what you do and just do it just all the way in, do it. And leads will come out you, but it's not going to happen right away. Some of them will, some of them won't. Don't get me wrong, but a large amount of time, it will take work guys. It's going to, it's going to be bone crushing, meat grinding, heartbreaking, sweating all the way to the finish line. But when you get there, it's be the most beautiful thing on earth. It, something that my mentor taught me my first few months in the business. And mm. I mean, it has multiple meanings, but I, I always look back at it because it's so profound. Everything works and nothing doesn't. <laughs> Everything works really and nothing saying. doesn't. Yeah. And, and you're, because you're doing so many different things and some of them are chasing, some of them are attracting, some of them are a combination of both. And, and so the key here is you're just omnipresent. Yeah. You're, you're seen everywhere in the community. And, and if people, um, like maybe they see one of your signs on a listing and they're like, how do I know that name, Greg McDaniel? And do you have your photo on signs? Yeah, but I look like a 10-year-old. I mean, I got, big, I got Dumbo ears, short, short here. I always laugh because my dad and- So they think it's your younger person. brother or something? No, they always, they always call me up, Greg, you really got that photo changed. I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> yes. But, but I mean, but you're true. I mean, we have a huge like billboard in front of our, our $5 million property. And a guy down the road called me up and goes, hey, Greg, it's so-and-so. And I'm like, oh my God, man, what's up? He's like, oh, my wife and my family and I, we, we live down the street. We, we want to sell. Would you come on down and give us an appraisal? I haven't seen this guy in like 15 years. I just used to get wasted with, with this dude on the weekends. 
but the sign worked, right? It, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Everything works and nothing doesn't. Yep. If, you, if you were told that the only way to do business was Facebook ads, you wouldn't have done that billboard. And you mm -mm. probably wouldn't have gotten that listing or yep. other listings or somebody who you haven't even spoken with. They referred you to somebody because they're like, hey, I keep seeing this Greg guy all over the place. And I'm sure that's happened. There's no one way to get business. Even though everyone listening knows I'm a huge Facebook ads fan. Uh -huh. If that's all you do, you are dramatically limiting how big you can grow and how many deals you can do. Yeah, 100%. And I love, you said everything works, nothing doesn't, right? Is that, that, is that the correct phrase? Yes. So my team knows that I'm a little batshit when it comes to trying different ideas. I've talked to the team into getting two 14-foot moving trucks with our heads about four feet in diameter. You know, I had a Zion wrapped with our faces on it running around town. And it, <laughs> those all work. People still say they see the vans. We haven't had those things in like 10 years. But the funny thing is, is that one day I was at a, a restaurant bar that we would go to for lunch all the time. And the manager was really yelling at her staff going, you mother blank blanks, you're going to blank ruin my mother blank and bar because no coasters. And I'm like, coasters, you say? So I went on and, I, and it's like five cents per coaster, both side color. So I talked to my lender who I was having lunch with. I'm like, hey, bro, do you want to go 50-50 with this? And we'll do color coasters. We, have, we delivered over 50,000 coasters to that bar. And we had a guy, and we actually got business from it. We had a guy call us up one day, super high D. And he was like, hey, come out and list my house. And my team manager, um, she goes, okay, no problem. And, you know, how did you hear about us? And he said, I've been putting my beer on your face for the last six months. <laughs> so, <laughs> Reminds me of I love you, man. I used to piss on your face at, at Bennigan's. Yes. With the, with the urinal cakes. <laughs> I looked yes. into getting those too. I, I wanted to get one. Like, <laughs> pissed at your agent? Called McDaniel Callahan team. <laughs> <laughs> see that? I love that. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it, see, you're, you're, you're a good example too of branding and the yeah. power of branding. You do a billboard. That's not a direct response thing. You don't know what the ROI of your freaking billboard is, nor do you give a shit. Or, or well, you you do, but you don't give a shit about like calculating it and tracking how many calls came from it and all that. And I know there's ways to do that, but that's not what matters. The billboard helps your Facebook ads work better. Your Facebook ads make your billboard and your and your door knocking and your flyers all work better. They do. You know, I've had multiple interactions with individuals. You know, here in in Walnut Creek, uh, where I, I was walking to a, a Starbucks, um, several like in last end of last year, early this year. Um, and this guy was just eyeballing me and I'm like, oh shit, what happened? What did I do to this guy? He, he was an investor and he'd watched a lot of the stuff that I'd put out. I'd never met him. He and I sat down and had a great conversation. I had a, a, a banker in the bank run up to me and go, oh my God, it's you. I watch all your videos. How are you? I'm like, I'm good. Hi. But it's the omnipresence that, that, that counts. I mean, and, and it's not, like you said, it's not calculating the ROI on, on that type of a thing. It's bringing value to other people and value means bringing them what they need, not what you need. And once you start doing that, people will start you know, connecting with you because you brought something into their life that was powerful to them. Once that happens, the law of reciprocity kicks in and they feel physically compelled to help you in return. Like I, um, and actually, funny, Justin, funny you brought that up, man, because I, uh, I, uh, about a year ago, I stopped doing this thing called Mornings with McDaniel. Uh, and Mornings with McDaniel was something I'd go onto Pinterest and I would pick a topic and it was like my video diary, right? And I would talk about something that was just on my heart or on my brain that I wanted to talk about. And so I would just talk about something and people out of all walks of life who I didn't even know watched what I put out there would come up and say, Oh my God, man, thank you so much for, for that mornings with McDaniel. That's exactly what I needed to hear today. And that's value guys. That's something they don't teach in school because you're being transparent. You're being honest. You've been authentic and you're bringing value because you're helping someone then and you don't even know you're helping them, but they will reach out to you at some point and say, Hey dude, I've been watching you, following you. I've been blah, blah, blah. This is what it might, my, my, you know, this, I, I need help with real estate. Are you still doing real estate? Yeah, I am. That, that is definitely value. And what, what's obvious to me is if you insisted every morning to just talk about the market and real estate, you'd have a dramatically smaller audience and they would not tune in every single week. That's for damn sure. So, and I get this objection all the time. Like, Hey, I, 
I get it. I know you say don't talk about real estate so much, do it very little, talk about the community and what's going on, or just talk about whatever the hell you want. Uh, and but people are like, well, how do I, how do I let them know I'm a realtor? How do they know that I'm an agent? What do you say to them? It's, it's a header and a footer, guys. Hey, guys, Greg McDaniel with EXP Realty. Hey, I'm coming today to do mornings with McDaniel. Today, we're going to talk about the six things you need to do to get your life in shape uh, through COVID. All right, let's start off on boom, one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, guys, hey, really appreciate you, you, you tuning in today. Uh, if you have any questions about this, leave me a DM, follow me, like me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, guys, if you need any help on real estate, always keep my number, 925-915-1978. As always, Greg McDaniel, EXP Realty. I'll see you on the next video. Boom, Obviously done. your first time doing that. Obviously. Never done, never done that before in my life. It yes. just kind of flowed out of me. <laughs> See that, that's it. And even if you didn't do that, people would, they're like, well, I like this guy. I, let's go follow him on Instagram. And Instagram, then they themselves trip over or, or stumble upon, wow, he's actually a real estate agent. And they yeah. file it away. You don't have to tell someone what you do if you're a good content creator for them to know what you do for a living. Very true. Uh, and, but I love the header and footer analogy because that's perfect. Like you do a quick intro, a quick outro and you know, that's it. You're not salesy, but it's okay to promote yourself, but it's, it, it gets very yes. uncomfortable to jam it down someone else's throat. It's like going to a dinner party and you're like, ah, oh, shit, there's Dustin. That guy's always going to do is fucking talk to me about real estate. Hey, Dustin. Oh, shit, I'm sitting next to him. Right. That's the, that's what you don't want. You want people to go, Oh dude, Dustin, what up homie? Hey bro, watch your last movie. I mean, your last show that was a great podcast. So that guy, McDaniel, dude, I love that shit, man. Keep rocking it. And you, you want people to engage with you because you're bringing them something of value. It's that simple. It really is simple. I, uh, I don't know what it is, but I swear to God, when you get your real estate license, when, like when you pass the test or when you, when you, first like sign that paper to you know to make it official it your dna changes <laughs> it, i swear to god like it changes our dna to where like must talk about real estate constantly because that's what i do i'm in real estate so i must talk about it all the time but yeah. and so i that's what i felt like that's what yeah. i thought and it wasn't until i started looking at what do people actually want to see like what, mm -hmm. what do they actually pay attention to or care about and i realized 98 percent of the time it's not the market update for the day Oh, you know, uh, so, so just be yourself. Talk about the community. That's an easy transition. What's going on in your town and community to real estate. Um, but shit, if you're, a, if you collect Pez dispensers and, and some people find that interesting, talk about it, you know, you're going to attract it. the right people. It, and, and it's going to be your, it's going to be your crew, your clan, your tribe, right? And that's a little cliche to say, but I'll be really honest with you guys. You're not going to appeal to everybody. You're just, you're just hands down not going to. And that is actually a beautiful thing because yes. some people will drive you batshit, you know, and then there's a other tribe, you know, that, that just want to hang out with you. And, and then they're the best clients on God's green earth because you guys are aligned. So like I started doing a book club and I'm dyslexic, right? So me doing a book club is not anything I ever thought I would do. And then I talked to my lender and Miles and I were reading the book, um, now, building a, a, a building a story brand by Donald Miller, phenomenal book, by the way. And yep. we read one chapter and we barf it back out on every Tuesday at, at 1230 Pacific on my Facebook page. And we just talk about the book and people jump in, they interact with us, but it's just very simple and very obvious what we're doing. We're just bringing value. And that's the thing about it. It, it, like one of my clients years ago, I mean, this is my tribe, right? Because I used to work at, a, I was a head, one of the head bouncers at a really big bar club here in Walnut Creek for a number of years. And where a lot of us waitresses and bouncers still stay in touch. And one of the waitresses now, uh, Maria reached out to me and she's like, hey, Greg, can you help me and my, my boyfriend Ryan uh, buy a house? I said, sure. So guess what? We tromped around, looked at houses and don't repeat this. Okay. Keep this very private. Um, we uh, will do. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> very proud. We were in uh, we were in an open house and it was vacant, so there's no one that lived there. I, you know, naturally you open the fridge, right? I don't know. That's one of the things I always do is open the refrigerator. You know, nothing's in there. This time it was stocked full of beer and wine, and I'm like, oh. And so Ryan Marie and I grabbed a Bud Light, sat on the couch, talked about it, drank a beer, then threw it away and went home. But that's my tribe, and those are the people that you're going to resonate with. So start speaking your language, start attracting your tribe, because then that tribe will grow to their tribe, and then that tribe will go to their tribe, and it will grow exponentially. And you're going to love your business because you're having fun. Love I it. could not, yes, I could not have said that any better. That's, I had to stumble into that when I worked with a nightmare client oh. that 
I should have referred her out I, I, or I should have just said, look, I'm not the agent for you because your personality is very different, blah, blah, blah. And, but I needed it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. why would I turn down business, Greg? Because yeah. uh, why would I do that? Like, I'm going to be the You're- top salesman in the city and you know, that bullshit. Well, then you start to hate what you do when you work with clients that you don't align with, that you yep. don't get along with. Why would you do that to yourself? It hurts every aspect of your business when you could attract the right people. But it just, uh, I think most agents need to get to the, the point where, um, at least for me, I have to learn the hard way, even though I'm told 50 times, I have to learn it as well until it really, like, until it really solidifies. Um, but hopefully you guys listening don't need to go. If you're brand new to the business, God bless you. Hmm. Lucky you. Um, just pick the people you want to work with and focus on, you know, what do you need to do to attract those people? Yeah. You don't have to do, you know, work with the contractors or, 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 or the first time buyers or the 70 year old sellers who are downsizing to a 55 or older community, write down who, who you would identify as your perfect client. And there's no wrong answer. Just there's right. absolutely no wrong answer. Write down who you want to work with. Right? Are, are you a, a boating fanatic and you want to wear flip-flops and board shorts and you know, a t-shirt and a baseball hat and boat to your different you know, your appointments because you live on a lake or you live in a boating community or in a river or something like that? Cool. If you want to wear a three-piece suit and rock it out in San Francisco or New York or Dallas or wherever, you know, major metropolitan, dude, rock and roll. That's your vibe. Um, but don't ever apologize for it either. Like I, people always get on my case and you know, everything else. Like, well, Greg, you have to be more professional. I'm like, fuck you. No, I don't. That's first off. <laughs> Yeah. And if you don't like it, then you're not my tribe. Like when I first started the podcast, people would call my parents, fucking pussies, call my parents and complain to them going, oh my God, Greg said a bad word. He's offensive. And my dad and I got into it several times to the point where I told my dad to go F himself and I slammed the phone down and because I was so mad at that situation. But then all of a sudden, because I stayed true to who I am, you know, I'm honored to be on your show. I was glad to have you on, on my show. Your tribe starts circling around you. And my dad changed his point of view one day and goes, you know, Greg, what you're doing is really pretty good for people. I'm like, so I've been trying to tell you, man, like I, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing me for the first time and it feels fantastic. I love being in my own skin. I don't know, but I, it just, it's a realization you come to because you always think you have to be mini me of someone else, right? You look at the top agent right. in your area, top agent, in your brokerage, you're like, oh, I want to be like that guy or a guy or gal. And my, I mean, I, when I got in the business at 20 years old, I didn't know any different. And I just told you I came from working in a warehouse. So my dad would always wear penny loafers, khaki pants, Costco, Costco, you know, no, JC Penney's uh, button down, you know, striped shirts, white and blue striped shirts. And you always come his hair to the right. Well, guess what I did? I became little Terry and I hated my life. Mm-hmm. Then I shifted into being me and I felt free. I felt light. I felt joy. I was just like, this is what it's like to be alive. This is what it's like to, to really understand who you are. And then I just never looked back, you know? And wow, you enjoy your, your business and enjoy your life because you're doing things your way and attracting people who you're supposed to attract. Mm-hmm. And what I found is when you attract the right people, a lot of them you become legit friends with or at least friendly and you get so many more referrals from them because you're not at odds with them. Like it's funny when I hear people are like, ah, oh, I got to work with this one client and they're so analytical, but I'm so laid back and it's so not a good match. It's like, well, right. why is it? a? It's not a match. Like help them find an agent that is better. That is more analytical. I'm not analytical. I'm not going to work with somebody who is because I can't serve them. I can't serve them the way that they need to be served. I can't speak their language. So why, why try? And when you do try, you're, you're killing your positive energy. And that time, you cannot work with someone who you are aligned with. It yeah. just uh, – so newbies or those that are stuck in your business, take it from us. You can pick whoever the hell you want to work with. Simple as that. Anybody and everybody, man. I just find it yes. and go for it. And like for me, I, I always joke around. Uh, I've never met a microphone or a camera I didn't like. I, I was just comfortable in front of the cameras. And so I, I knew that for me, that was going to be my medium to attract the people in because the people that are watching this obviously take their time out of their day to, to watch the videos, watch, listen to the content. And then they're like, oh, this guy may or, in their opinion, may or may not know what I'm doing. But then they call me and say, hey, Greg, like I had a guy, uh, his name was Hussein. Great gentleman, super awesome human. 
Um, and he's like, hey, Greg, and I went out to his house for a listening appointment. And I hadn't seen him in five years. And he's like, hey, Greg, I just saw your, your last video at Scott Seafood. I love Scott Seafood. I go there for my anniversary every year. I'm like, you watch my videos? And that's a marketing technique that, that we do heavily on our side because I enjoy it. But my team manager, Eileen, she would rather probably gouge her eyes out than get in front of a camera. But right. she... But she's the meticulous one. She's the one that does all the analytics. She writes all of our contracts. She makes sure all the follow-ups there. And so we always joke around that like if, if we're ever doing marketing, make sure she's CC'd on everything because she knows that I'm not going to do a good job following up. She will. Then she'll text me and go, hey, Greg, have you talked to so-and-so? Have you called blah, blah, blah? Have you done, done blank, blank? And I'm like, oh, man, I really appreciate you because I'm like, you, man, I'm, I'm just not analytical. I'm just not. Yeah. And that's totally fine. You can do just fine being who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of which, you do you consider yourself a luxury home agent? A luxury? Uh, agent? I just, um, it, in the eyes of the rest of the country, yes, we are 100% uh, luxury. We know 5 million to 2 million, you know, you know, we'll take in, in reworking properties. Like I, it's a, it's a, for my market, and there's no disrespect in the mar- in the area uh, to anyone who's working in a different marketplace, just where I live, mm-hmm. you know, a, a $300,000 condo is like bottom barrel. Like that's like really low, but in other marketplaces, that's an average, if not high price point. So yes, when we work the one, two, three, four, five plus million dollar properties, yes, we are luxury, but I don't feel luxury because you know, every person that owns any property has a couple of things they do every day. One, they get up, they take a piss in the morning, they take a shower, they get ready, they eat food, they go to sleep. They live in a property of some sort and then they get up and do that same cycle again. So when you start looking at people and go, Oh, He's a luxury agent. I, mm-hmm. I can never be him. That's ridiculous. Look, you can do anything you want and you can achieve anything you want because guess what? The people that are living in those really expensive homes, they have the same hopes, fears, and dreams that you do. And it's just, as long as you treat them like a normal human, they'll do the exact same thing back to you. It's about building the rapport with the people. Then they will. Then the trust comes in. Once the trust is there, then they will give you business. That's simple. It's amazing how there's this huge mind block for so many agents, the majority of them, they're like, well, I'm not qualified to sell a luxury home or, you know, that's a whole other level or whatever. What do you say to them? And then what, like, how did you first get into that or, or get into feeling comfortable um, selling a five, $6 million home? Um, you know, like anyone who's wanting to break into a higher price point, but they have a mental block, how can they bust through it? I mean, obviously when it's socially acceptable and you don't, I mean, people are not freaking out about this whole COVID bullshit and I, we can go down a rabbit hole on that one. Yep. But you know, it's a disrespect for anyone who got sick or anything like that. I just, I never mind. Um, go door knocking. Okay. Or, 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 you know, go, go say hi. They'll go say, Hey Dustin, how are you? Hi, my name is Greg McDaniel with eXp Realty. I was just in the neighborhood. I just want to come on by and see if there's anything I can do for you and your family. How's life? What's new? You know, how are you guys doing with the whole COVID thing? You know, either do a knock, do a call, but just ask, how, how are you doing? You know, is there anything I can do to help you? You know, what kind of business are you in? Can I, who, what, what's your perfect client look like? How can I refer people to your business? When's the last time, Dustin, you were asked, you know, hey man, how, what's your perfect client look like? How can I help you grow your business? I mean, when, when's the last time you've been asked that? Um... Aside from the spammy LinkedIn DMs that come out of the blue, oh, yeah. <laughs> aside from those, uh, probably never. So imagine the power of having that conversation with someone, especially when a lot of small businesses are losing their business, you know, losing their income, you know, but there's other alternative ways for them to get visibility. And once they, you know, Dustin, how can I help you grow your business? Like, what does it look like? I talked to a guy and a gal, they've helped over 35,000 people with MS um, get better. And I said, dude, how can I help you grow your business? Can I, can I bring my film crew out and can we film a, a free commercial for you? And my editing team will cut it up and then you can push it out for social media ads and kind of get the word out of what you're doing. Dude, these guys lost their marbles because I was just there going, I'm here to serve you. That, that is it. You, you know, you, you serve your community. Um, my good friend, uh, uh, Glenn Twiddle out of Australia, phenomenal guy. He's like the Tom Ferry of Australia, right? I know that um, name. I've heard that name before. Dude, Glenn's such a good dude, man. Um, like he, he's a guy that would give the shirt off his back to, to anyone that would help. And one of his clients, when Australia was burning in the latter part of uh, 2019, uh, one of his clients uh, with n- no regard 
for, for fame or for his own safety or anything else. What he did, he was already kind of a cook, right? So we had these huge vats. And so what he did, he stayed back in, in, in his town in Australia and he produced clean water from the well. He cooked vats of food for, for the first responders, you know, fed and watered the, 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 the first responders and gave water to the animals that, were, that would come over to them that were hurt or, you know, dislodged or anything like that. And his visibility was good, but it took a hockey stick, went vertical, and he only was doing it because he had a passion for it. And that's, 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 what, that's what I'm talking about. You don't have to work in a luxury market. You don't have to, you know, think you can't do a luxury market. You just start being you. The luxury market will come to you. You'll mm-hmm. get there. You will get there. But just go say, hi, how can I help you build your business? Hi, what can I do to serve you? Hi, what resource do I have that I can give to you? And expect nothing in return. Just give your heart out. And people will see that. They'll understand it. They'll, re- they'll resonate with it. And then guess what? They're going to tell their friends. Because in this time, if you go to a local business, let's say it's a taco shop, right? And the taco shop owner, you give them some promotion. They get a couple of clients. The clients come in and they're like, how'd you hear about us? I heard about it from the McDaniel video that, that, that took place. Oh, it's amazing. Taco shop owner goes back to his friends and family. This guy, McDaniel, you know, made this video and got more clients for us. They go, oh my God, you're helping my dad, my friend, my father, you know, whatever. Then ripple effects take place. Bing, luxury market. You help Steve over the, at the taco shop? I love Steve. Steve's a cousin of mine. Oh, no kidding. Can you come over and talk to me about my, my luxury property? Because you brought value to them. Maybe you can help me sell mine. That's all it is. And as agents, see, what I love about this is as agents who are doing a great job, you are a marketer who sells homes. And all of the, the marketing tactics and techniques and strategies that you use yourself any other business owner in any industry can also use and guess who usually is in those luxury parts of town business owners yep Absolutely. so i love that um okay quick kind of change the subject uh, sure. you mentioned you've done almost half a million cold calls in your career uh, is that your primary well which which way of prospecting is your favorite is cold calling that well, cold calling and door knocking were my things that I would go to. It was before really social media even took off because I think social media, was, Facebook came into the picture with 2004, something like that. Um, or it was a ish area time frame. Don't, don't crucify me on the exact deer. But uh, yeah. you know, I, we did a ton of door knocking and a ton of calls. Now I'm starting to do more uh, digital door knocking. So that would be like the cold text messaging, which we would buy by the DNC rules. We're not violating anything. We're straight in the gray, not in the gray area. But cold texting is great. Uh, geofencing, we're just launching a, launching a campaign there. Uh, but calls is definitely up there because I can sit down with my, uh, my Red X dialer and call up all the foreclosures, all the you know, for sale by owners. Another great one, if you guys are going to do calls for rent by owners, are absolutely legendary. And I never even thought about them. And it, when I was told about for rent by owners, why am I going to call for rent by owner? Well, here's the reason, guys. The for rent by owners, you're going to call the owner of that, of that rental, right? So you can talk to them about you know, helping them get the property rented, right? Build the rapport. You're not going to make a lot of money, but you'll build the rapport. Um, you want to see if they might want to sell that property uh, and you know, turn it into a different, I mean, you know, do 1031 exchange and put it into another you know, investment to start their you know, depreciation schedule over. Or are they looking to buy additional properties to put in their portfolio? So you have three different avenues of attack there. Uh, and people are generally very, very nice to talk to. I mean, if you don't don't stray into calling the the do not call list because the one that's illegal two you can get barely fined and three those people get ticked off because they know that they're on the DNC list you call the people that are on the not on the DNC list they're, they're sweet they're so nice they're so much fun to talk to and they actually want to help you refer business because they respect the hustle but, right when okay so when you when you do your calls have you found that all the other stuff you do with the branding stuff your shows online your billboard your door knocking all that does that help you when you cold call when you make a call to somebody how often do they recognize you and does it really help well uh, yes they do recognize because uh, we work in in primary alamo and danville two side-by-side cities and so we've been there for over 35 years doing business my dad has and then i joined him 20 years ago so he had 15 years on on top of me uh on doing the the, the branding and so they'd call around like are you terry's son i am terry's son oh we i know your parents from church or we your dad sold our house for us or whatever right but it does help 
uh, to have that. And, it, and it, this is a long tail play, guys. I mean, it's going to yep. take some time for that recognition to start. Um, but yeah, it, it, absolutely. But it, it can be sped up significantly with like what you're doing with Facebook ads in, you know, in, in the different areas that you're working in, uh, doing you know, content on Facebook and Instagram stories. I think stories get picked up 15 times more than, um, or viewed 15 times more than a post. Um, and you can take your Instagram story and bring it right over to Facebook or combine the two and then you just do one post and goes into both. IGTV is absolutely a game changer. Uh, last summer I did my first one, got like five or 6,000 views on it. And I was wearing a shirt that said, what's up chicken butt? And I just came out of a $2 million listing and people got a kick out of it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny too. But I mean, there's all these different ways where you can start becoming, I, I refer to this as this. I, my whole goal is to be the Coca-Cola of real estate in my local market. So you don't walk in and say, hey, can I get a Pepsi? Well, most people don't. They say, hey, can I get a Coke? And that needs to be what people think about when you and your business, like, oh my God, it's, I, I'm, who am I going to call? I'm going to call Dustin. I mean, that's just who I'm going to call. He's, he's the guy for me. Yep. Branding. Branding, branding, branding. That's why Coke will spend a hundred million bucks to put their freaking logo on a baseball stadium or something. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's not because they get direct leads. It's, uh, you know, when you're thirsty and you look up, there it is. You know, oh, that's what I want. At the Giants, the San Francisco Giants Stadium, uh, there is a uh, gigantic Coke bottle in the back, um, and it's a slide for kids. But you know what? That that dang thing is visible from any part of that park, and you just look up, and it's prime real estate. And you know what? It is. It just it just hits into your brain, and it's subconscious reaffirming, like, oh, I want a Coke. I'm gonna get a Coke, right? Yeah. And if you can start doing that, and just start put. When I started my podcast, I don't know about when you, when you started yours, but Matt, Matt, my co-host and I, we looked at each other and said, well, how long until it's going to take, you know, till, till we've maybe seen anything? And are people even going to listen to us? And we followed Gary V. He took 18 months of him doing the wine library till he started seeing any traffic. And that was when YouTube just started. Like, it was an infant. So he and I looked at each other and said, okay, 18 months. Let's roll. And we just put our heads down. We didn't look up. We just ground it out, and now we're, we're one of the top podcasts in the industry because we didn't look around. We didn't look at our competition. We didn't see what Steve or John or Rebecca or Phil or Nancy were doing. We just did us, and we got better every time we did it, and we just and the same thing for your real estate. Just put your head down. Stop looking around. Just get to work. Make a goal. Do five calls, five emails, five follow-ups a day. There's, there's your game plan. Go execute. Doesn't matter who you call. Pick up the literally pick up the phone book if you have one. Open it up. Steve Smith. Great. Let's call him. I think that's fantastic. Um, I'd like to end on that because uh, that that's just as as poignant as it gets. Um, but we do have the rapid fire. So Ooh. with our guests, we have rapid fire questions. You pick either or. You don't need to elaborate unless you want to, and we'll blow through these, and then I'll ask you a couple open ended questions at the end. Sure. But um, First off, thank you so much for being on the show. Great insight. And, uh, you know, I think the key to pulling down those multi-million dollar listings is the what's up chicken butt shirts. So <laughs> the, the, that might be like a direct correlation type thing that should be researched. <laughs> it, it, it's been scientifically proven that that shirt does attract multimillionaires because you know what? <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they want to wear that shirt too. And the funny thing is my, the kind of that I met, went with, I told him, and this is something I do for clients all the time. And I'll go to get to your questions. Like I tell them what to expect. And I say, Hey, Dustin, I cannot wait to come over and, and check, you know, meet you and, and, and your wife today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very much more of a casual human being. So I'm going to probably be in shorts and maybe a polo or a t-shirt because it's hot out. Is that okay with you? And the response is, oh yeah, dude, totally. I'm casual too. And it gives them permission. They know what to expect. So when you walk in and you're casual to whatever level that means for you, that gives them the permission to be the same way. Ooh, I so, love that. I mean, setting expectations and letting them know what to expect is so key, but I've never thought of it in the, in the context of what you're freaking wearing to, uh, mm -hmm. just to their listing appointment. Like that's, uh, that's awesome. Dude, I had one of my clients, <laughs> I told him that this is years and years ago. I said, I was just so hot, dude. It was such a hot summer day. And I, and I'm like, I just don't want to wear pants today. And I call him and his name is Elmer. And I said, Hey, Elmer, uh, dude, do you mind if I, if I'm, I'm going to be a little casual. I was like, I don't care, Greg. I show up and he goes, what the fuck, man? I thought you were going to be casual. Where's the board shorts and flip-flops? I was wearing like a, a khaki shorts and a polo shirt. And, and I'm like, huh, really? This is okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. 
had I known, you know. That's <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Had I known, this would have been a different conversation. The, the, you just be yourself because everyone wants to be themselves too. It's funny how others think that they need to, like buyers and sellers, they act like they need to be a certain way for you because it's a real estate deal. Like it's, yep. it's bizarre. It really is bizarre. It really is. And like I said, give them permission to be comfortable and let them know what to expect. I love and that. You will, you will see the world open up when that day. And that, that can be in your personal life, in your family life, in your business life, and everything else. But I've talked enough. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you get to your questions. <laughs> Good stuff, man. All right. Rapid fire. Pick either or. You don't need to elaborate unless you'd like. Okay. Um, we'll blow through these. Facebook or Instagram? For marketing or just personal use? Whatever. Facebook. Instagram or LinkedIn? Instagram. Books or podcasts? Podcasts. Podcasts or audiobooks? Oh, can I do both? Uh, yeah. Podcasts or audiobooks? Podcasts or audiobooks? Uh, podcasts. <laughs> that was painful. It was. I love audiobooks. I mean, I'm dyslexic. I listen to them all the time. So, uh, you, know, you know what? Books, audiobooks. Fair enough. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Alexa or Google Home? Neither. Ah. Burgers or pizza? Oh. Shit. It's another toughie. Yeah. Um, pizza. New York or LA? LA. NFL or NBA? NFL. NFL or Major League Baseball? MLB. Uh, mountains or beach? Beach. Uh, podcasting or vlogging? Vlogging. YouTube or Facebook Live? YouTube because it has a monetary aspect attached to it where you can actually make an income from it. And people go to YouTube because they know they're going to expect long-form content there. They ex that's what they're looking for. So to build that longevity, uh, I would do YouTube hands down. Nice. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Gary V or Grant Cardone? Gary V. And what's the most impactful book you've ever read or listened to? Hmm. That is a brain stumper because it's on the tip of my tongue and I'm totally forgetting it right now, which is not the way it should be. The most powerful book, um, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy was a really good one. Mm, yeah. um, what is the book that... Um, Oh, oh uh, follow, your um, follow Your Passion, Find Your Power by Bob Doyle. Follow Your Path, Find Your Power. Um, it will, it's the first book that ever opened up my eyes because I was looking for a long time to, um, when I said, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars, right? But then you have that oppression on sitting on your chest or on your shoulders, that weight that, you know, and they walk you sh through this and they show you how to do the, um, the, uh, the, uh, the shit was, it's a method. Uh, the Phoenix, or, no, it's not Phoenix. It's the... Um, Sedona, the Sedona method, um, okay. where you can ask yourself three little questions and you can, and I'll ask you guys to do this right now. If you have something that's bothering you, I want you to resonate with that energy and I'm not getting all woo-woos and crystals and we're not burning incense. Okay. Just listen to me. <laughs> um, you asked three questions. Could I release it? Would I release it? And then when? And so I have felt, I had so much negative energy sitting on me uh, for so many different things. And so I was thinking about something and I say, I, I, so I'm giving myself permission. Could I release this? And if you say yes, or you say no, either way, it's an okay answer. You're really some level of that energy. Say, could I release it? Yes, I could. Then would I release it? Yes. Then deep breath. When? Now. And just let it go. And that, was, that book single-handedly transformed my life. I listened to it for 18 months straight um, in my truck. I had to burn it onto CDs to the point where my CD players almost started to stop working because I'd listened to it so much. And I would learn something different in it every single time. So yeah, Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power by Bob Doyle. Phenomenal book. I'm writing this down as we speak. Yeah, it's, it, it's, like, it's like unwrapping a present at Christmas every single time you listen to it because you're at a different place in life, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. So you're ready to hear the next thing. You know, the old saying, the teacher will appear when the student is ready. Exactly yes. the same thing. Love it. Exactly the same thing.
And so that book is responsible for your your transition into the Russell brand of real estate. It 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 really is because you know the, that I thing, just oh I just pulled that out of my ass. But honestly, <laughs> you are the Russell brand of real estate. You're you're hilarious, but then you also have like the, this deep mindfulness to you, and and you have a beard. I do. I love my beard, man. And I was yeah. contemplating on on trimming it down, but. You know, I kind of, I want to be like this tattooed old rip dude with like a gray beard and like crazy like faux hawk or something. I'll just be out of the box, you know? I'm I not sure, it, what, man. Not sure what it's my girlfriend's going to say, but whatever. It's me. So you like it or don't like it and whatever. That's right. That's <laughs> and then uh, what's an app that you are obsessed with right now? A new app or one that you just use religiously? Uh, give us a, an app recommendation. Doesn't have to be business related at all unless you want it to. Well, there's a couple of them. One of them is Calm, uh, which is a phenomenal app um, that I, I really enjoy to really kind of go get yourself centered and kind of relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another one. Where are you? Is that a guided meditation thing or is it more just like a timer for, uh, you know, chilling? Both. Both. Okay. Um, there's a really fun one. Uh, it's called Mobile Pass, and this is for when you travel. Um, when you're traveling internationally or whatever, you can put in your passport, your flight information, everything else into this thing. You know, generate a QR code so that having instead of having to stand in line at the customs whenever we can travel again, you can literally just take the Mobile Pass and you can go right to the guy and go blip, and they will let you through. Um, that's always a fun one to kind of mess around with. Marco Polo uh, is another one I like. Uh, Marco, have you heard of Marco Polo? Yeah, my wife uses it with her with her family actually. I the reason I like like Marco Polo so much is because it reminds you to contact three people a day. And so if you can reach out to three people you haven't talked to in your in your you know your your phone or whatnot and send them a quick little video. Hey Dustin, it's Greg, man. Shoot, man, I am a horrible human. I have not reached out to you. My deepest apologies. Uh, hit me up, brother. Let's talk. You know something super simple like that, and it's a way to keep in front of your database on a consistent basis. Um, and then the one I use the absolute probably the most is the Facebook Messenger app, I, I, and that's I, and the Audible app. So those are the ones I use the most because I'm constantly. If you see me walking around, I get earbuds in. I'm not listening to music. I'm listening to a podcast, a book on you know, an Audible book, or or something along those lines. So a couple a couple of fun apps there. Nice, love it. Greg McDaniel, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. We've kind of gone over a little bit on time, so I really appreciate you just sharing your wisdom and your perspective. Uh, the Russell brand of real estate. It's a good one, my friend. It's uh, there's there's more parallels than I'm even than we even know yet. Like I'm gonna go look into this, but no. The jokes aside, thank you so much. Uh, really good stuff. I'm excited for everyone to hear this. Which if they're hearing this, they're hearing this, so they've heard it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I oh, boy. What saying. oh boy. Oh well, boy. It's a good time to drop the shovel here at the end of the episode. I'm gonna yeah. stop digging. Well, you know what? I, I, when you invited me on, I was, I was just super excited. So thank you for, your, for, for, for having me on. We'll get you back on my show as well. Um, and I, I, hopefully this was you know, helpful for folks. Um, if I can do anything to help any of your listeners, uh, please just DM me on Facebook and I, I would be happy to do anything. Just tell me you heard me on, 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 on this podcast and we'll rock it out from there. Awesome. Yep. And I forgot to ask, where, where can they find you? What's your, your preferred means of communication? Facebook guys, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, uh, Greg McDaniel, R-E-U on Instagram. And then just, you know, well, you're not looking at me, but you're listening to me. I uh, just go to Greg McDaniel. I'll, I'll be the guy with glasses uh, with a big microphone shoved in my face, probably. Uh, just go ahead and follow me there, guys. I'm at my 5,000 people friend limit. So just follow me and then just check out the lives, the show, uh, my beers and calls when I fire that back up. Uh, and I'm here, to, here as a resource. So yeah, I appreciate y'all. Awesome. And we'll have links to all of Greg's social media on massiveagentpodcast.com after the episode drops. Greg, thanks again, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. My brother, thank you so so much. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Told you. Told you that was good stuff. Greg is hilarious and extremely knowledgeable. And uh, yeah, you're not going to put a muzzle on that guy. It's not like I tried. Let's be honest. It's not like I tried. But uh, yeah, he's Greg. He's himself. And I love that because if you are yourself, you will attract the right people in this business. It's something that I learned years ago that even though I was told that from day one, I had to learn the hard way. And once I did learn the hard way, I realized, holy shit, I can just show up to a listing presentation in a t-shirt. I can wear a hat. I can speak the way I speak. I can say shit. I can say balls or whatever I want to say. I was inspired by Greg with the whole balls thing. I don't usually say balls, but I could, I could, uh, wow. I told you this would deteriorate. 
luckily it deteriorated at the very end and not the beginning. Anyhow, guys, thank you so much. Hopefully you took some notes. Please, for the love of God, if there's something that you learned today or something that, that excited you or that resonated with you or, or you got an idea that you're like, oh, yes, I've got to do that. Well, don't just say you've got to do it. Please freaking do it. Please. That's so that is that's important to me. Please do the shit, do the things and grow your business, be successful, um, support your family, build something long term. Right. You've got to build a business, not just own your own job. So be thinking about uh, getting off that freaking hamster wheel that so many agents are on and start thinking about a business. How are you going to do that? How are you going to get leads coming in the door so that you can hand them off to other agents so that you can leverage yourself and, and others time and energy? You've got to start thinking that way and implementing the systems and ideas that you that you may have just been inspired to do. That you, Wow, I feel totally tongue tied, but I think I, I think I nailed that. My mind is mind tied. Jesus, this is crazy. Whatever it is, please do it. Please do it. Do it, do it, do it. Don't just say you're going to do it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you as always. For more information about myself or the show, you can go follow me on social media at Massive Agent, Facebook, Instagram. I'm at Massive Agent, LinkedIn, um, Dustin Brome on LinkedIn, and then um, MassiveAgentPodcast.com. Check it out. Thank you guys so much. I'll be back next week. <laughs>